Hi, Richard Durrington, your jovial host for the last five years, here again. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. It's our October surprise. Every day we will hear practical insights from A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle. His heart and call is indeed that of a tender brother and our companion in Christian warfare as he speaks to us. Let me speak, lastly, to those who do pray. I trust that some who read this tract know well what prayer is and have the spirit of adoption. To all such, I offer a few words of brotherly counsel and exhortation, and suffer me then as a companion in the Christian warfare to offer you a few words of exhortation. One thing, at least we all feel, we must pray. We cannot give it up. We must go on. As Ryle's heart strides together aside your host, Fred, in October, we will hear their practical prayer craft that gives life to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere, soul-satisfying, and consistent prayer life. And now, live from the paddock, here's your friend and mine, our host, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. We do appreciate you listening. I'm glad that you're here. And I have assumed that we would get through at the start of October with a call to prayer to the finish, but I suspect we won't. And if it does turn out that I am right, as the podcast principal, broadcasting, by the way, from the paddock, or publishing this from the paddock, if it does turn out to be true that we don't get through, we will sprinkle in these, in these words of wisdom by J.C. Ryle until we get done, because they are really worth reading and really worth listening to. You might buy the book as well. But we do, in everything, give that to the Lord Jesus and just say, your will be done. We are in lucky 13 episode of our October surprise, and we are looking today at praying with fiery passion. Realistic conversation means we come to God seriously. We mean what we say. That's the way I might put that. But J.C. Rao puts it this way, quote, I commend to you the importance of earnestness in prayer. It is not necessary that a man should shout or scream or be very loud in order to prove that earnestness. End quote. Pray according to your personality. And then he goes on, quote, It is the effectual fervent prayer that availeth much. And of course, that's from James. Our fervency is born from our sincerity, the truth of our cause or our desire that we come to God with. And we know that he's the one who knows us intimately and thoroughly, so he knows when we're being sincere. Back to J.C. Ryle, quote, This is the lesson that is taught us by the expressions used in Scripture about prayer. It is called crying, knocking, wrestling, laboring, striving, end quote. And then he goes to give us some examples. Quote, Jacob is the one who said to the angel Penuel, I will not let thee, oh, except thou bless me. And that means let him go. And that's Genesis 32, 26. Daniel is another. Hear how he pleaded with God. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. Defer not for thine own sake, O my God. And that's Daniel 9, 19. 
the writer of Hebrews tells us about Christ. Back to Ryle, quote, Our Lord Jesus is another. It is written of him, in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears. And then this is the quote, Alas, how unlike is this to many of our supplications! How tame and lukewarm they seem to be by comparison! How truly might God say to many of us, You do not really want what you pray for. That's a sting, isn't it? Back to Ryle, quote, Let us try to amend this fault. Let us knock loudly at the door of grace. Like a mercy in Pilgrim's Progress, as if we must perish unless heard, let us settle in our minds that cold prayers are a sacrifice without fire, end quote. And for this episode, to illustrate this, I can think of no better prayer than the praise that Hannah gives in Samuel as she's praying in 115, as you will remember. Eli thinks she's drunk and starts to reprimand her for that. And in 1 Samuel 115, she says, I'm, I'm pouring out my soul before Yahweh. I'm not drunk. My lips are moving, but I'm pouring out my very soul before Yahweh. And the fervor, the fire that we are talking about, is seen in her humble gratitude in chapter 2, starting in verse 1. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in Yahweh. My horn is exalted in Yahweh. That's the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies, because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is none besides thee, nor is there any rock like our God. Boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. For Yahweh is an Elohim of knowledge, and with him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty are shattered, but the feeble gird on strength. End quote. So those who think they're mighty, they're shattered, but the humble, the feeble, gird on the strength of the Lord. And then she goes on in verse 5, the second part of verse 5. Even the barren gives birth to seven, but she who has many children languishes. And from this point, I believe she had, after Samuel, she had at least five more children. So she was, she knew. And then she says in verse 10, to end her prayer, those who contend with the Lord will be shattered. Against them he will thunder in the heavens. Yahweh will judge the ends of the earth, and he will give strength to his king and will exalt the horn of his anointed. A little bit of prophecy there as well. She has her promised son, whom she prayed earnestly for, that's the right word, and even in her prayer, her zeal in her, in her thanksgiving, her zeal for God, she gives, if not a prophecy, at least a foreshadowing of what is about to happen in just a few years. Eli, who hasn't been taking care of his business, and his wicked sons would be brought low and brought actually to nothing. And his anointed Samuel, at this point in history, Samuel was his anointed to be prophet and he became the, the faithful prophet in Israel. Thank you, Jesus. Teach us to pray with passion and to give you what is on our hearts truly. Amen. Brethren, in everything that we hear from our brothers around the world, close to us or far from us, let us pray with fire and dedication for one another.